everyone, welcome back to Walk-Ins Welcome. We are now on episode two. And like we told you, the whole goal of this thing is to kind of walk you through in the world of digital marketing. And this episode is all about your website because that's kind of where everything starts when it comes to digital. As we've set up uh, these episodes for our urgent care listeners, we've already had a lot of fun. We've had some great interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some great conversations already. But today we're going to be talking about websites, the importance of them, how they're kind of changing, uh, how it works on the landscape of Google, um, and and really how the content is important, the structure is important, um, but it's even more important than what your physical business used to be. So these are some of the topics that we're going to be going through today. Yeah. So let, let's just start from the top here. So obviously you need a website because in today's world, you kind of don't exist unless I drive by your office. And if I do drive by your office, I'm going to look you up. If I can't find your website, I'm going to question you. Are you brand new and you're just not off the ground yet? Are you closed? Uh, a lot of things going inside of that because the reality is your website is your business online, like period. Like it's, it's your business in an online format. And if you don't exist online, you don't exist to me, For at least for most people, I think. I think it's going to be obvious to uh, most of our listeners that, you know, you probably already have a website. If you're listening mm-hmm. to this, you own an urgent care, you already own a website, you're already operating a website, but mm-hmm. do you really understand the importance of that website and what it's supposed to accomplish when you're, list- or when you're not your listeners, but when your uh, patients go there and they're looking for your services? Well, and another thing too, it, your website is not your patient portal. Let's keep that clear. A patient portal should be a link on your website. And to be honest, your current patients, your the patient portal is for your current patients. The patients that you don't have yet that you want, that's where your website needs to focus on. Because the reality is, if I'm a current patient, I, I probably know your hours to a certain degree. I know what you, I know the doctor I like there or whatever, or I know how to get there. But if I don't know anything about you, your website is that opportunity to do that right. And we've had, we've seen plenty of websites where it's just there to say, hey, here's our location, uh, here's the patient portal, and that's all they talk about. They don't talk about their doctors. They don't talk about their services. They don't make it seem super easy to get an appointment online. I mean, it's amazing how many clients we've come across, urgent cares in general, we've come across that don't have an online portal to, to book your next appointment and, you know, actually – Go in and say, hey, go clockwise right here, and boom, there we are. We have an appointment in two hours. No, I mean, there are lots of urgent cases that don't do that. And it's such an expectation that we have as a society. Like, I want to book something now. I don't want to talk to you on the phone. I just want to get in front of a doctor but not sit in a waiting room for two hours. So this leads specifically to how you want people to experience your brand online. Yeah. Okay, and there's going to be some some things that we want to talk about one is going to be, how are they getting to your website today? Mm-hmm. All right. Are they getting to your website through social media? Are they getting to your website? If it's an urgent care, um, most likely they're calling you when there is an urgent care need. Yep. Right. So it's not something that you ran a Facebook ad and said, you know, $29 well visit. Most likely uh, the traffic that's coming to your website today came because there was an immediate need for your business. Urgent care near me. That's right. Urgent care now open. That, that's it. And so one of the things that your website is going to have to be in order for you to show up is your website is going to have to be relevant. So, Michael, let's talk a little bit about what a relevant website looks like to Google. 
Yeah, so a couple of things first. Um, it needs to be a, a dynamic site, which what we mean by that is simply it has multiple pages of information on it. It's something that's updated semi-regularly. Um, you know, for some people, that's once a month. For some people, it's once a year. It better be updated more than once a year. Um, and also, it needs to function well on your phone. Uh, Google, uh, uh, this is, about, uh, let's see, what, five years ago? About five years ago, when you would do a search on Google on your phone, it would say mobile on the side of the um, the actual listing inside of Google because they were pushing so hard to make sure that your site was mobile-friendly. And now it's called responsive design. And so that's been five years. It's been a while since that was a thing. So if your site doesn't look good on your phone, uh, if it just loads up the desktop version of the site and you have to pinch and zoom, that's a problem. Google knows it's a problem. It's going to automatically deprioritize you. And then also make sure your, your site is secure because Google really cares if you have an SSL on your site. What's an SSL? It's the little padlock on your browser when you go to your website. If that's not there and it has a little red going through or a mark through, Google does not like you right now. Well, let's just be honest. Neither does your user. No, they're scared. They've been trained, and rightfully so. If it's red, it's bad. It's something wrong. Even now, your Chrome, your 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 one of your major major browsers, doesn't even let you get to a website that has a broken SSL. It gives you a big old warning, and nobody knows what to do when that happens. So, yeah, just at a bare minimum, your site needs to be responsive. Needs to be mobile friendly. It needs to have an SSL on it. And that's just the bare minimum that Google has an expectation on. And right now, what we're talking about specifically is how to set your website up so that it will be found in the search engines. Mm-hmm. Not that it's going to automatically put you in the number one position, but this is the, some of the this indicators. This is the core foundation. Yeah, these are the foundational things that you're going to need. So you just talked about you know, the structure. It needs to be a mobile-ready, mm-hmm. uh, dynamic-type website, right? Um, that's going to allow it to display on a mobile phone properly. It's going to allow it to display on an iPad or whatever kind of tablet uh, properly, and it's going to display on your desktop properly. Um, but another thing that Google is going to be looking for from your website is relevance. Mm-hmm. Okay, and There's two types of relevance that it's going to be looking for. Uh, why don't you start with content real quick? Yeah, so content, uh, one, you need to make sure your content is location-specific. Like, you actually need to talk about where you're physically at. You're not just urgent care, period. Like you're in urgent care in XYZ City. Then you need to talk about what services you actually offer. What do you uh, provide to people? Is it urgent care, primary care? Do you do lab testing, exams, vaccinations, x-rays? Those type of things, because... Google wants to know. Google does not know what you do as a business. It only knows what, what the website tells it. So if you don't put that out, if you do a search, but you don't put on your website, Google will never know that, ever. Do you do telemedicine? All these different things you have to think about. Is this important to your business? Should it be? Should people know about it? If the answer is yes, and you make money with those services, and you want to advertise those services, has to live on your website in an effective way, because Google will never know about it otherwise. Absolutely. And the, the, what, what happens is your website gets indexed in what's called Google Search Console. Mm-hmm. Google Search does what's called a crawl of your website. And basically what it does is it, it, it exactly how it sounds. Spider crawl. It's a spider crawl almost. Like just think of some bugs getting all over each web page and just absorbing the content of those web pages and then indexing it on Google. It's hilarious to me, Michael, that if you plagiarize, <laughs> 
it's illegal. You know, I, I, so I, when I've described people about plagiarism with Google, so basically treat your website like a college paper, which means in college, when you wrote a paper, you had to put references if you took information from somewhere else, and you had to put things in your own words. And you got deducted points or kicked out of college if you just copied somebody and just put your name on it. Well, Google operates the same way. Your website's like college paper, and Google's the professor grading it. And if it's not referencing the right way, if it's not written in your own words, and it's not written in a well-thought-out manner, you're going to get deducted for it. And yet, it steals <laughs> everything that you write that is unique to you. It steals it from you, and it puts it on the search engine. And the more it steals from you, the more relevant your website becomes. Yeah. Well, and then the other side too, uh, this misconception, Google really doesn't want you to go to a website. They want you to stay inside of Google. They never want you to leave the page. Now, they, when you do a search, if you notice, so Google My Business, that little block on the right-hand side, you do a search on your desktop and your, your company pulls up. Notice how now you can do appointments through the thing. You can it has, Google has its own website you can build. It never wants you to leave Google.com. Like, We're going to have a great episode on how to optimize your Google listing, by the way. Yeah. And so uh, mm-hmm. keep tuning into future episodes for that. This is just about your webisode, uh, website for now. The webisode. Web, webisode. <laughs> this is the webisode today. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So and that that's just talking to Google. But then there's the other there's the human part. So talking to Google is obviously obviously important because we want to get you on page one and you know show up for relevant searches that make sense so the people that do get to your site are the people you want to be on the site the next is does this site flow and read easy enough so that somebody and they say seven seconds or they may be even faster now maybe five seconds do they get what they need in less than basically five seconds can i get to your site right now and say yep that's what i needed here i go if you're a multi-location urgent care your first cut, what we call cut of screen, if y'all remember, cut of the fold with newspapers, cut of the screen is where do I get all my relevant information in that first screen without scrolling. So if you're multi-location, you probably should have a fine location near me type of thing available. Very easy. Because uh, there's two, you actually have two types of customers on your site. You have the new potentials. You have the existing. So your existing is pay my bill or patient portal. And your new ones is find a location near me. So that's how you got to look at it. So keep that in mind. And the other side is people don't read. We make a joke about this all the time, but people don't read. We put a lot of content on sites because, not because of the people, but because of Google, because Google reads it very well. But people just, when they hit their website, you have to remind them of that multi-location button a couple of times. Like it's probably not one time. It's like, hey, we do this. Here's a location. Hey, we do this. Here's a location. Hey, we do this. And we just remind people how to get access to it because we're trying to answer that question very, very quickly for them because we know what they're asking for. So keep that in mind when you're designed. It's not about you, the doctor, or you, the office manager. It's about that patient that knows nothing about you but needs your services, and you want to make sure this is as effective as possible with how you write out your content. All right, and that brings us to the last piece for Google-specific, what Google is looking for on your website. Mm -hmm. Uh, That third section of relevance is going to be location-based relevance, Mm -hmm. uh, especially when it comes to Google Maps. Um, Google wants to put the right information in front of that Google user, and right is equal to relevant, right? Mm -hmm. So if I live within five miles of an urgent care, the likelihood of you being 20 miles away from that urgent care 
are almost zero showing up in that search result. Unless How? you're the only one. That's it. In 20 miles. But in order for it to know whether you are relevant or not, your address needs to be present and clickable on your website to show up on Google Maps. When So a good example of that, if you are multiple locations and you you don't need to have a single location page on your site. You need a location page for every location you have. And on those pages, you need information. You need your how to contact you. There's a map. All these different things that Google's looking for. And not only Google, but um, individuals, like actual humans, like they want this information that they're trained by it. So you have to keep that in mind that when you're designing this stuff, like it has to have some very relevant information on if you're multi-location, if you're single location, it still needs to have easy ways to contact and it has to be city specific. Like whatever you're right now, say if you can do anything right now, give me five minutes of something to do, go to your website. If you live, we're here in Birmingham. If, if I were, if we had an urgent care in Birmingham, does it say Birmingham anywhere on your website? Go look at it right now and tell me. So that's what that's the starting point. If we could give you any advice in this one episode is make sure you put your city with what you're doing. <laughs> Absolutely. Got to make sure that all of the relevance is there. Right? Yeah. So we've checked the three main boxes. We're looking for a mobile-ready, mobile-first, or at mm-hmm. least a mobile-responsive website. Uh, we're looking for the content to be relevant crawled in Google Search Console. Mm-hmm. So writing um, A-plus writing paper because... Nobody on the internet wants to steal the fail paper. They always yeah. want to steal the A+. Plus. Well, Google's <laughs> the same way. They want to steal the, 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 the nerd in the class. They want that good grade, right? Uh, and then you want to make sure that your address is very clear and present. Now, we've done the conversation around the relevance to Google. What are they looking for? So let's mm-hmm. talk about getting to your website, mm-hmm. all right? Now we're not talking about what Google wants. Now we're talking about what your user wants. And depending on how they get to your website, Michael, is going to be how you need to arrange your Content. So mm. the first thing in my mind when designing your website is thinking about your user first. How are they getting here? Mm. Right. So I can I can almost with certainty say that the majority of people coming to a urgent care website or a primary care website or some kind of immediate care website is going to be from a search engine. Yeah, it's a need. It, like we we recognize that if it's if you're an immediate need business your google is typically a big driver for that so if 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 you look at your patient load is our majority of your patients like a actual urgent care need not like a wellness check or some or a vaccination are they mainly folks hey i have flu broken leg or whatever uh, they're going to google to find that because what we've learned in our society is that we we're, we're not really dedicated to one individual doctor like my my dad is he has he's had one doctor he's had that one doctor for years and years and years my doctor is whatever's convenient to me <laughs> i was going to say do you know i've never met my doctor because i don't have a doctor yeah my primary care is the person that pops up on google and that map 3 pack when i need one and it has an appointment available yeah they have an appointment available they're easy to navigate. And if I have a good experience, here's a tip. If I have a good experience, I'll go back. Yep. And I'll probably take my family with me. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's 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 good enough to get people through the door the first time. Then you got to do your job. And that's that, that, that is the urgent care we leave to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about that person who found you on the internet and they get to your website. Let's think through that for just a second. Most likely, they already know they need you. 
you don't have to convince them that that you're the right fit. They clicked on your listing on the internet. What they're likely to do is to click to call or to click to schedule online. Mm -hmm. They want to get to you as soon as possible if they're on your website. They don't want to hang out. They don't want to be your friend. They want an appointment. Yep. So two things that you're going to want very, very quickly right out of the gate is you want a way for them to click to call your location. Yeah. Go look at your – and what what do you mean by click to call? So go to your website – Run your mouse over your phone number. Is it clickable? Does your mouse change? If it does, you're in good shape. Do the same on your phone because sometimes your phone, your phone, the mobile version of your site may not be clickable on that site. So that's number one. When we say click the click the call, they can literally tap it and it pulls up the phone number and they hit the the phone button and they're they're calling you. The other thing that you're going to want to have present and all up in their business whenever they get on that website is if they're able to save their seat online in your urgent care because of all the parameters around COVID and everything else, you want to make sure that they can book online right away. You want that a big, clear, fancy button that says save your spot online, something to the tune of book your appointment now online. Yep. And that's going to, that's going to create a positive user experience. The other thing that... Michael, you're going to want to do is make sure that they can get directions because if they didn't know they needed you already and they went to Google to find you, they probably don't know exactly where you are mm-hmm. and they're going to use their phone to get there. Well, and then also to uh, like, like myself, all right, I've got to your site. Uh, that means I've looked, I've clicked on you from Google. I've got to your site and I was like, okay, they actually do appointments online. I click to look at appointment. Oh, they have an appointment today. And before I book that appointment, I go back and click on how close are they? Are they five minutes away? Are they 25 minutes away? Is this worth my drive? And I verify all that. And if I can't do it quickly, I get discouraged and I hop over and I go look at somebody else. Because once again, this type of patient is looking for convenience, like care, but convenience. So keep that in mind that if you can't make it smooth and easy for them on their device, you're probably going to lose on them. Right. So that's structuring your data to have your website as a service to your user. Now let's talk about having your website as a resource to your user. Right. Go for it. Yeah. So resources wise. So this could be uh, first off, the, the most obvious resource is making sure you actually do have a patient portal online. So if an existing patient is out there, they can access their records from you. They can access anything like pay their bill. That's huge. By the way, I went to under, my Courtney went to an urgent care. My wife uh, a few months ago got a random bill in the mail for something to insurance. It was like eight bucks. I was like, this is so stupid. And then, you know what I did? I looked on their invoice i was like where's the online payment i'm not, I'm not gonna write a check for eight dollars there was no link so i went to their website there was no link and i looked they wanted me to write a check so i wrote a check for eight dollars and 54 cents and put a 50 cent stamp on it i hated that <laughs> i didn't that, want to pay for it would you say that's a good or bad user experience bad, like, and the <laughs> sad part is she had a good experience at the doctor's office like they were very nice they took care of her very quickly and she had to call to get an appointment. She had to call. She couldn't use online. There was no online appointment. But that's the funny part. Like, we liked the experience. I hated the other part. Well, let me give you the flip side of that because it was, what, a couple of weeks ago? I looked like I was shooting up heroin. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Right so I, I, I go in. I'm not going to say which one it is. It doesn't matter which one it is. I'm not trying to do all that. But uh, I had a great user. I needed. I was sick. I needed to get to the doctor. Uh, we had just recently moved from where we were to where we are, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was a new area. I did a Google search. 
immediately online, had a great experience, so I on, knew exactly where to go, how to get there, booked online, got there, sat in the lobby for five minutes, man, five minutes. They took me back there and treated me like I was in a third world country, man. <laughs> they st- like they stabbed my arm hard, that like left a big old knot bruise. It didn't even kind of care. So my user experience online was amazing, and then my experience at the doctor, it's all got to work hand in hand. Yeah, well, it's all full circle, right? Like the online experience got you there. The in-house experience kept you from coming back. That's right. Because the online experience doesn't matter as much if it's a recurring patient. Because I'm going to tell you, let's just assume for a minute that that was a good experience for me all around. Well, my kids, it's flu season's coming up. You know, a cold season's coming up. My kids play sports. What if they're going to need some kind of a physical done? You know, I don't have a primary care doctor. And I don't always want to schedule, you know, 90 days out with my pediatrician. If I need to get something now, they've kind of lost that opportunity with me because they're you know, really bad bedside manner. Yeah, yeah. Bed, God, bedside manner, that's a whole different conversation. Right. Not for this podcast. <laughs> I mean, they didn't do anything inherently wrong to me, but uh, all I'm saying, though, is that that experience matters. Um, and so let's bring back to that experience. That experience matters throughout the process. We want to have an amazing experience on your website. One, are you easy to find on the Internet when people are searching for you? Mm-hmm. Two, are they having the kind of experience that they're looking for on your website? Most of the time it's going to be find a location, schedule an appointment online, or click to call. By the way, click to call is actually like the last thing that people do. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're aware of that, Michael, but that's mm-hmm. like of the clicks that we track across websites, that's not really even in the top five things that people don't want to do. They actually, people don't want to talk to you at all. They don't, if they could, they'd love to get you to get a diagnosis and never see a doctor. <laughs> Hello, telehealth, right? Yeah, telehealth. Well, thanks to COVID too, telehealth became a, like telehealth has been around for quite a few years, but it became a whole new animal with COVID. So, and that's another thing too. If you're offering COVID services like testing, uh, vaccinations, and stuff like that, that needs to be on your website because that is an actively searched thing. And so, you need to make sure you're showcasing, highlighting the key services that you know people are wanting. Because if you don't put it out there easy to find, they'll never find it. Michael, can you put too much information on a website? No, unless it's a big old jumbled mess. <laughs> okay, so so uh, I'm going to ask it in a different way. Can you put too much information the wrong way on a website? Yeah, <laughs> like um, horribly. <laughs> so so with that, your your urgent care, your primary care, your company can put massive amounts of information, unlimited amounts of information Many, on, like on a website. Hundreds of pages. But the way you structure it on your website matters way more than the amount of information that you put on there. We can go ahead and tell you right now that whatever you put below the cut of the screen on your homepage, 90% will never see it. That's right. Period. Also, your homepage is number one. Your doctor page, who your doctor is, is number two. Then the location and the information is number three. Because... People want to make, they got the right spot. They want to see who their doctor might be, and then they're going to call or fill out the form or book online. Michael, would you say that the content is more for the user of the website or for Google? 100% Google. Okay. Now, our listeners need to let that soak in a minute because they feel deep in their soul, down in their spirit, (laughs) that all of their 
people that come to their website are absorbing and reading and ruminating over all this stuff that they're putting on the website. Yeah, so most people that are on your website spend about 40 seconds total across all the pages combined. <laughs> if oh, that. snap, Michael. But I spent all of this time putting 9,000 pages of content because I wanted to say everything that I know. Yeah, doesn't work. Okay, all right. So I'm being very tongue-in-cheek, very sarcastic. What I'm trying to communicate to our audience, listen, when you're putting a website together, think Google for content, think user experience for your user. Yeah, So, and that brings another thing. If you're going to put a page on your website for a certain service, it needs to have a lot of content on that page. When we say a lot of content... At a bare minimum, 500 words. Like, if you're putting on there and I put a paragraph, it's not going to do much for you. One, it looks bad. But two, Google doesn't really mark that as an important page. Because in Google's eyes, if you only put a paragraph on something, it doesn't care. It's like, oh, that's not important. There's definitely more stuff there. So, anyway, yeah, so that's that there. Um, we're kind of, we're talking more about this episode than I thought we were going to. And I want to keep time in, a, in the right spot. So, Talked about content, went through that really well. Uh, I think we touched on like the importance of that. And and sorry, business owners, people don't care what you have to say. <laughs> they, it's a shame because I'm sure you're awesome. Yeah, it's just a real it's a reality. We have to fight. Hey, us type A personalities, that's hard for us to swallow <laughs> because we've got really good things to say. And you but can, they don't care. They don't care. You can put it on there. It doesn't matter. But I, I when I show people analytics and they look at like if they wrote a blog post and they're like, oh, nobody looked at it. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's a real thing. Right. So anyway. Right. So Point zero, 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 one percent of blogs go by. Yeah, pretty much like 90% of your traffic's homepage. <laughs> so that's, that's right. just the way it works. All right, moving forward, let's give you some real world tools to use right now. So here's the thing. As a, as a digital marketing company, we like WordPress. I think most marketing companies are going to say, we like WordPress. Like WordPress is a good thing. Uh, why do we like WordPress as a website CMS? CMS means content management system. So what we're saying is that your website has a tool that makes it run. We like WordPress. And why? We can do lots of stuff with it. Lots of We can make lots of changes to it. It's very customizable. We're not like locked in. And it's super easy for the client as well. Now, is WordPress easy for an individual to set up from the start? Not necessarily. Uh, it still takes, even for us, it still takes a little time to set one up. But there are a couple of tools out there. If, you, if you're strapped on budget, you know you need a website, you're opening up an urgent care, and you're like, I don't have any money for any of this, but I need a website, two tools that we can recommend to you, Squarespace or Wix. Uh, they both have limitations. They both look pretty good. They both work well on mobile, and they're both drag-and-drop editors. Uh, costs are very similar. But ultimately, if you have no money for marketing right now, you need a website, those are the two tools that we'll recommend Nine times out of ten. Now, if you came to us to say, I want to do SEO with you guys, we're going to have to rethink that website with the WordPress. That's right. Yeah, those are introductory tools to get you off the ground. But mm -hmm. um, let me go ahead and encourage you. Make an investment in your website. When yeah. I say make an investment, I'm not talking about a $50,000 no. investment. I'm talking take three to $5,000, set it to the side, find a good company. We will help you if you need it. But take some time and, and build your website out right and make it expandable. Don't, don't, yes, you can use Wix. Yes, you can use Squarespace. But our recommendation to you is to get a foundation laid on your website because it will be what serves you uh, for the years to come, especially if you plan to stay open long term. If you if put it this way, you probably spent a lot of money on that building for your urgent care. You probably spent a lot of money on that sign that's stuck on the outside of your building. 
the reality is there are more people going to look at your website than drive by your office. And you have to make that as a priority, right? So if your website doesn't look as polished as your office, that's a problem because that's a disconnect. And people, as anybody knows, when you click on something and you're taken to a site that has nothing to do with what you clicked on, it's a bad experience. So if I go to your website and it's killer, it's awesome, and I go to your urgent care and it is terrifying, that's a bad experience. And then on the flip side, if I look at your, it's funny, like the urgent care uh, that Courtney went to and that charged the $8 thing, they, their website is ancient. Like, I think it's a minimum of 10 years old, but she never made it to the website. She just used Google to get to call them. And when I looked at the site, I was like, this is the site that that urgent care she went to. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't match up. Like, it just looks bad. And so you got to think through that. You got to put, make some polish to it. And if you value the way your brand is and you value the way you're perceived, your website has to look really good. That's good information, Michael. If somebody were to just, you know, need some direction, need some help, what's the best way for them to get in touch with us? Yeah. So, all right. So we are, uh, email is probably one of the easiest things in the world for us. Uh, you can always hit up on Facebook as well, but hello at urgentcaremarketingpros.com. Just send us a quick email. Love to talk to you more about anything. It could be this podcast. If you have some, we're, we're going to have a question and answers episode where people sending in questions and love to answer them. So if you got some very specific questions, you may say, Hey, look at my website. What's wrong with it? We can tell you. And it's not going not there to charge or anything. It's like, we want to help you. So we're going to tell you like, yeah, you should probably change this or something like that. So awesome, man. Well, look, if you need help with your website, reach out to us. If you have questions about this episode or anything that we can help you with with regards to how your website operates, let us know. And we would love to help you with that. And we really would value uh, feedback on the episode. Reach out to us. Hello at urgentcaremarketingpost.com. Uh, until then, catch you on the next one. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks. Yeah.